I'm Phil DeLuca. I am... Oh, wait. We forgot our... our uh... I'm Phil... The... Ugh, what am I? Luca? Phil the Luke. The Luke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Phil the Luch DeLuca. I'm Sean the... Hey, what? <laughs> Watson. And I'm not playing along. And this is Commander in... <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We put a spotlight on community issues, but never, ever talk about four banned topics. Four. Religion. Yeah, four. Mm. Politics, Hearthstone, and hip-hop. Topic subject to change. We should consider banning Whitney Houston. I heard you guys last week, by the way. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> if you want to support the show... Give us a five-star ratings on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcast from. And you can always go visit patreon.com slash commander at MTG and give us a buck a show. We really appreciate that support. And we're trying to hit a goal because if we hit a certain goal, we'll do song parodies every month and maybe even an extra episode where we don't edit out all the swear words. Words like... No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't you special? <laughs> Shivan would be so comfortable in an episode like that. My language is as pristine and clean as a sky. <laughs> yes. A sky in a thunderstorm. A sky full of deities that just happen to uh, inflict infinite damage upon people by way of uh, <laughs> darnation, shall we say. No, we could say damnation. That's a card. Ah, it is damnation. Yeah. So what happens yeah. if, let's say, you had a certain scarab legend in play and then he played damnation would that be a deity damn no the god isn't playing uh the scarab god isn't playing uh damnation gosh darned no, scarab. <laughs> you could say i cast scarab god damnation and something else and then you would probably regret everything you just did <laughs> uh, don't forget to visit us on youtube especially for this episode because we are going to have a fantastic video up that highlights our preview card yes the magic of shivam has worked again and this week we have a wonderful show lined up for you as we bring you a commander 2017 preview card on this cat day 2017 Yes, for Wizards of the Coast, it's Cat Day. For the rest of the world, tomorrow is Cat Day, but Wizards couldn't wait for it. They had to celebrate now. So, tomorrow, enjoy your International Cat Day. Today, your domestic one. Wizards of the Coast Cat <laughs> Day. Yes, today, today is the domestic West Coast version. Domestic for those of us living in the United States. And, of course, we might be, we don't know the exact lineup, but we are going to try to be the very first content creators to have a spoiler, a preview for Commander 2017. Woohoo! Hmm. Get out your Jedi O'Donnans. Let's do it. <laughs> Astute listeners have no doubt picked up that we have a 
cat deck related preview card. But first, we have a couple of minor topics. We do still have a few playmats for sale. They're in limited numbers, and the Amonkhet slash Vegas themed playmat will never again be reprinted. So head on over to commander at mtg.com slash our products, I think. And if it's not that, it's up at the top in the, the links up at the top. Uh, it's in, in the links up at the top. And go ahead and buy as many of them as will content your heart. Um, Shivam has already ordered something like 13 of these. I don't know what he's doing with them. I'm not even asking. Look, man, you made me soundproof this room, and that's the best thing I can think of. (laughs) 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 So before Shivam buys them all up, make sure that you get yours today. There's a fancy black one. There's a fancy desert one. And if you're a patron of the show, there are fancy Petroni ones. They're awesome. The second piece is we're finally announcing the raffle winner for the tally raffle. Starting at GP Vegas, we began collecting money for a raffle to benefit Mason Tally, who is at All I Do Is EDH on Twitter. But he's one of our patrons and one of our most staunch supporters. And his child was born with a very severe birth defect, and they spent weeks in the hospital in intensive care and so to help defray some of these costs we put together um this raffle and accepted donations and i think uh i think the total was 838 dollars was it that sounds um, correct yeah so altogether, the community donated 838 dollars and we really appreciate what everybody did and of course mason and his family little patrick um they uh they're very appreciative of it so now we're going to announce the winner. And um, Sean, you have our massive. Oh yeah, Sean, you actually put together the prize for this. Yes, every <laughs> single one of the cards in this deck is from my personal collection. So um, yes, they, the, all the O's and U's are added incorrectly into the words color, <laughs> etc. Uh, well, I wish. Um, yeah, I put this deck together. It's a Silumgard deck uh, because that was the first. Uh, deck we ever brewed on the show actually back in episode one and if i'm going to give away a deck to someone it's going to be a demir one um it's yeah pretty good it's got some good cards in there uh it's got it's worth way less than 838 dollars but um it's (laughs) but it's but it's worth way more than the five dollar entries oh yeah it's it's Gonna be yeah. at least two, three hundred dollars worth of cards in the deck. Uh, it was a real yeah, pleasure usually. to build, and uh, I can't think of a better cause for the money to go to uh, for people from at least our little community here. The amount Mason's done for us, we should get him on the show sometime. Yeah, we should. He's a good guy. Yeah, it's a pretty decent uh, EDH deck uh, brewed by myself, and Silumgar's good fun. Clone, steal, and copy, which I guess is clone. But you know what I mean. <laughs> with with the occasional sacrifice. Yeah, of course. Why not? Why wouldn't yeah. you? Anyway, I think it's time to announce our winner. Our winner. You have uh, the massive custom die that we put together just for this contest. It's, so It's vast. If, if, you would, if you would take the time to uh, roll that die, <laughs> we will announce our winner. Ah, it's a D six hundred and thirty-two. 
That's damn near a ball, man. <laughs> and Sean, who is who is our winner? Our winner is one. Dana Wright. All right. Dana Wright. Congratulations, Dana. Dana, just write to cast at commanderinmtg.com. Or tweet, do a DM tweet to us, uh, any of the usual ways of contacting us, and we will organize transit to yourself. Wherever you live across this fine globe of ours. We will send it to you. You know, you're going to get an email saying, I now live in the Democratic Republic of Congo, so if you could please <laughs> ship it internationally to Kinshasa. <laughs> we, we already know that that costs $22.50, but bam. Phil lives by the post office. Phil, <laughs> as a quick aside, Shivam, you missed the beautiful little uh, romance that Phil has going on with the old lady that runs his local post office. Oh, no. <laughs> She loves a bit of DeLuca. Oh, hi there, fella. Every time he walked in, little scuttling out from behind the back and a big smile on her face and Phil reciprocated. <laughs> Nothing for you today. You'll have to check back later. You did, uh, yeah, you, you did catch her on a very good day there. Oh, my God. Uh, so we have a preview card for this year's Commander set. This week, of course, starts with Cat Day. But first, a little bit about the set itself. It's called Commander 2017 Edition. There are four 100-card decks for a total of 56 new cards across all the decks. We know now what those decks are. The set releases August 25th, 2017, so only in uh, two weeks. And the official three-letter code, of course, is C17. So you'll, you'll tweet Hashtag MTGC17 when referring to this one. It's available in a bunch of languages. The MSRP is $35 per deck, $34.99, and that's in the United States. Uh, if you use some version of fake currency like pounds or marks or whatever, I don't know, then uh, you're on your own for figuring out what that costs. But the, uh, the four decks, guys, what are the four decks again? Humans, vampires, dragons, and Kit Kats. Wizards, actually. Oh, is it wizards specifically? Yeah. Sorry. Grixis wizards, Mardu vampires, five color dragon, and Selesnia kitty cats, which we have a preview card for. Mmm. I am so excited. You have no idea. I know. I know. It's so good. <laughs> this card is um, so good. It's so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Just for the record, listeners, where I um, have no problem with cats, uh, I'm more a dog person. Dog. <laughs> I suppose I'd be more a hound person. Hund, that's hund. Um. <laughs> so, maybe we should do the. Should we do the video right now, just in case? Should we do the video right now, or should we do it later? Uh, do the video now. Okay, we'll do the video right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's a video. And just in case there wasn't a video, we're going to cut that from the show. Just in case. Video of what? <laughs> Shivam, those webcams Shivam we were lost. setting up in your bedroom. Surprise! <laughs> so, Shivam, you are particularly excited about this little kitty. Why don't you introduce him to the world? 
All right, so I've been super excited for this guy for so long. I've been asking for a cat lord forever and ever and ever, and we finally got one that is incredible and totally worth building a deck around. And that will let me play a couple of my favorite kitty cats in the deck too. This guy, Nazan, revered bladesmith, is a legendary creature cat artificer. Woo-hoo. He's drawn by our dear friend of the show, Victor Adame, who we were kind enough to meet at Vegas, who's one of the neatest guys around. And it's this beautiful image of a cat blacksmith. And this cat is four, one green, and one white. So that's six mana for a Selesnia legend that is a 5-4. But what his real trick is, is this incredible body of text. When yeah. Nazan, revered bladesmith, enters the battlefield, search your library for an equipment card and reveal it. If you reveal a card named Hammer of Nizan this way, put it onto the <laughs> battlefield. Otherwise, put that card into your hand and then shuffle your library. When an equipped creature you controls attacks, you may tap target creature defending player's controls. Now, setting aside what the special legendary artifact Hammer of Nizan is, the rest of the card is pretty incredible too, right? A flickering mm-hmm. guy who can tutor for any equipment and then put it straight into your hand and the fact that he helps all your equip guys just go straight in and smash face because he taps down all their blockers. I mean, this dude is just by himself incredible. <laughs> yeah, he really is. And uh, you call him a flicker guy, but he's actually a flicker target. That's what I Because you want to keep bouncing him in and out. Yeah. yeah. The guy you want to be flickering. And, of course, because he's not bent, that means you can't use a certain really irritating <laughs> permanent flicker guy. However... You've got your friends who will let you flicker. But you know what? He came with a hammer. Uh, Phil, could you tell us what that hammer is? Indeed. Sean is uh, rolling his eyes right now as we uh, glory over the Selesnia. Selesnia Yeah, sorry, buddy. This one's got green in it, and that means it's my (laughs) turn to party. (laughs) (laughs) The Hammer of Nazan, a legendary artifact equipment or generic mana, whenever Hammer of Nazan or another equipment enters the battlefield under your control, you may attach that equipment to target creature you control. (laughs) (laughs) Equipped creature gets plus two, plus zero, and has indestructible. And of course, this has equipped four, but you'll probably never pay this this cost. This is so dumb. It's just like, when I saw this card, I was giddy. I was just like uncontrollably laughing at how ridiculous it is. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this one also, this art also done by Victor Adame. Well, oh, man. We got two preview cards, not one, which you've not pointed yeah. out. Yeah. The cool thing, though, is that he's building a Leon in Scimitar. <laughs> yeah, he is, isn't he? God, this dude is so cool. I cannot believe yeah. how amazing this card is. What plane is he from? Uh, it looks like uh, Cordoba in Spain. Like, look at that arch behind him. It's Bant. <laughs> look at the weird um, tower in the in the skyline behind him. That's Banty. Yeah, that's definitely it, That Banty. might even be the same little tower that Rune lives in. Well, you know what he is? Awesome. That's what he is. So he, right. we, we've seen some of these abilities uh, <laughs> elsewhere, cool. like the quest for the Holy Relic, right? That's a one-mana enchantment that blah, 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 you put counters on it, and then you sacrifice it, and you can search for an equipment card, put it onto the battlefield, and attach it to a creature you control. Of course, it's like Stoneforge Mystic. Who plays Stoneforge Mystic? 
Yeah, who plays that? Why would anybody play that? Because, of course, you go searching for your equipment card, but you put that into your hand until you pay uh, one and a white and tap her um, in order to get uh, the equipment onto the battlefield. Uh, other cards that do that, Stonehewer Giant, Godo, we know Godo, Tar- Tajnar Swordsmith, who's another kitty. Meow. But what are you really... Yeah, but you mentioned it, Chief. <laughs> you mentioned it. Uh, you really want to, like, either uh, flicker Nazan or figure out ways to return your equipment to your hand and then, you know, re- uh, get that attachment for free and so forth if you need to. But you you mentioned refurbish. Yep. Uh, refurbish yep. from Kaladesh block would let you bring an artifact from your graveyard back to the battlefield for, like, a handful of mana, pretty cheap, pretty great utility card. And in this deck where you're going to be playing so many equipment, it's absolutely vital to have cards like that or... Yeah, it's essential. Yeah, or, you know, Steel Shaper's Gift as another equipment tutor. But you know what else you would want? All of those amazing kitties you used to play that were amazing with equipment. <laughs> That's right. He wants to play with those kitties, doesn't he? Yeah, because yeah, if there's one thing <laughs> Nazan is... He is Kemba's best friend. Because, mm-hmm. as we all remember, one of the most popular EDA generals out there, Kemba the Ka Regent, who costs one and two white for a 2-4, who says, at the beginning of your upkeep, put a 2-2 two, two white cat creature token onto the battlefield for each equipment equipped to Kemba. Now, yeah. the trick is, you can just start equipping this stuff for free because the hammer of Nazan doesn't say you have to equip all that stuff to Nazan. It's a target right. creature you control. So when you start just spamming out swords, Kemba is going to be loaded up like a, like a, I don't know, a Christmas tree at a department store and just <laughs> go to town. It's going to be so dumb. I'm just yeah. so excited. Holy crap. Let's pause for a minute because I don't think Sean has ever seen any of these cards. They're all white cats. <laughs> um, I'm looking at them. I saw a Kemba Vaguely card familiar. deck once that ran a lot of auras, but that was uh, <laughs> an old. <laughs> we did that. I just did said that for Phil listeners. Um, there is some white cats I used to use. What's the, the key off artifacts? The um, what's the Leonin that allows you to equip at instant speed? That's uh, absolutely oh, yeah, we... stunning cat. And I used to use it because all you have to do is put that and uh, Lighting Greaves in your deck and it basically says all of your creatures have Shroud when you want them to. Yeah. When yes, you need yes. them. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's it called? Ed Leonin Shikiri or something like that? Shikari. Shikari, that's it. Leonin Shikari says you may activate equip abilities anytime you can cast an instant. Lightning Greaves, zero. Yeah, Lightning Greaves. Boom. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. Everything. What what EDH decks run Lightning Greaves, eh? Not many. Yeah, not many. <laughs> there, there's a white cat that I've run. Other than that, Rakshaw? See the Rakshaw deck once. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I've been waiting to play like Jedi Ojanin and the new Jedi Ojanin from Time Spiral, who uh, when you attack or block, he gives you a 1 1 cat token. Or something to that yeah. effect. And then, of course, my boy Brima is one of the greatest cats ever in this game who attacks and gives you more vigilant him, tokens that can fight with him. Call him by his proper name, please. It's King Lionidas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 
and all of the random cats from Mirrodin Block, both of the Mirrodin Blocks really, who are just absurd with this. God, this is just going to be so dumb. And of course, you can have like every equipment you've ever wanted, including Batter Skull, just dropping it for free. Not really. Mm. I'm like, I can't imagine why putting Batter Skull in play for free would be any good. Batter Skull is a mighty fine card. <laughs> oh, probably I'll say that again without yawning. Batter Skull is a mighty fine card and deserves its $20 price tag. Yeah, it does. That card is so dumb. It is. It is pretty good, especially when you can attach it for free. Yes. Oh my god, this card is going to be so good. Yeah, this card is really good. Um, and uh, Do you run it as your commander or as part of the 99? Oh no, this guy, I think you would definitely want to put him as your commander, right? Because, because he's got the two colors, that lets you put all of the various cats into play, including, you might remember, the two cats who are in the Amonkhet block. You know, the green one that makes one one white tokens and the white one that makes all your tokens get lifelink and get bigger. And because they're green and white, you would happen to need a green and white cat lord, and we haven't had one yet. Do you not yep. think as the commander though, like he's gonna want to be a Voltron guy, but which means you can't really flicker him. He makes everybody else into a Voltron guy. Yeah, but Voltron you're looking for that magic twenty one. And yeah, fair. If he's not your commander. If he's your commander and you're flickering him, you're gonna to have to keep repaying equip costs. Well, let me think about I don't this, think right? I don't think you're flickering this guy very well. I I don't think you're Voltroning this guy. I mean, you're flickering him to get the equipment out, but then you're attacking for damage. But like you could, I think this is one of those cases where it goes wide and murders. But I mean, think about this, right? Like if you got a fire shrieker on him because he's already a five four. If you put fire shrieker on him, which gives him the double strike, and that's a free equipment you drop on there, you attack, and then you berserk, and then you double strike, and you kill the guy, right? If you berserk, yes. Well, if you put the hammer on him and then berserk him, and then I don't know, uh, have the like me, the sword of myriad on there, and then the yeah, hall of mirrors from Kamigawa. It's a Voltron deck. Insert insert your flavor of getting to. Uh, 11 or 21 depending on whether you're running double strike stuff which obviously if it's equipment Voltron you are running double strike stuff but I'm saying if you've got a flicker sub theme he plays against the Voltron equipment okay I'll, I'll give you that I'll give you that I think you yeah that which I is why I say I don't think he's a Voltron commander yeah. yes but well, yeah okay but that 5-4 is asking you to punch someone in the face with equipment equipped to him if he's yeah. a commander, isn't it? Because five's yeah, pretty tasty B. to start. I don't know. And his hammer gives him plus two. We haven't... And, we haven't but I think it's a plan <laughs> B. The hammer's pretty good. Um, the hammer is just <laughs> so absurd. I prefer the hammer to him, if I'm honest. In general. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, good card. I mean, the fact that... Like, by itself, it'll go into any random equipment deck, that hammer, and just be amazing. I just think he's really good as part of a dedicated equipment deck where Sigarda Host of Herons is your general. And your aim is to tool her up and, with a, and like, put that hammer on Sigarda. It's not leaving the table. It's true. Wait, Sigarda? Host of Herons. Oh... For the uh, fans at home who, like me, couldn't remember what that does, that <laughs> is the uh, flying and hexproof 5-5, which said spells and abilities your opponent control can't cause you to sacrifice permanence. 
so yeah, that would definitely make sense. I mean, Nazan would be great in her deck because he could then just start stacking her up and she can go to town and smack people. And then you but, can flicker the hell out of Nazan for fun uh, without <laughs> playing against... Now, I, I'm listening to Phil. Are you saying he's not a Voltron deck? But I've always found that equipment-heavy decks kind of have to be Voltron in to to kill. I mean, they... In my the thing experience. thing is, like, decks with, like, equipment themes and stuff, for instance, the various soldier decks and other decks that I run that end up having incidental equipment, they end up being incidental Voltron decks. Not necessarily, like... Yeah. It's not your main focus. But, yeah, it's a good, like, you know, plan B to have that you can just be like, okay, well, I guess if you killed all my other guys, I'll just stack this dude with all this stuff and just come and hammer you in the face. And if you have uh, the Shikari that lets you equip for free, then you just drop them out there and just start, like, you know, saying, okay, well, I guess Nazan's just going to do the job himself. And he just comes barreling in with, like, 14 swords and just starts going to town. (laughs) I don't think that's a plan A for this deck, but I think it's a really, really good, solid plan B. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, maybe it is a plan A. I, I think what this guy does is equip a bunch of minions, if you will, attacks in, taps somebody down, and uh, does that repeatedly for the damage. You probably have some vigilance at that point, and you know, so you can you can probably deal with the crackback because you're you're also probably dealing with really big kitties at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, when I think about what this precon might have, if it's got this guy as a Celestia Cat Lord, it's probably going to have a good, uh, like, a decent-sized token sub-theme. Because, obviously, it should have Kemba in it because there's no reason to not have Kemba in this uh, precon. And Kemba gives you a a white cat token for each equipment you have. Then it would probably have someone like Bremaz because Bremaz would fit in perfectly. He gives you cat tokens when he starts fighting. Um, you would want to put those two cats in and start getting more tokens from uh, the Pride, whatever his name is. And also, they're not going to humor me, but if they did, they would put Jedi Ojana in and give you more cat tokens, and you could have a really <laughs> great go-wide strategy here. And with all this equipment stuff, yeah, equipment and go-wide don't necessarily go together, mm. but they can, and because the Hammer of Nizan lets you equip anything anywhere, then you could probably just start doing shenanigans with like silly blocks and like i don't know i just think oh this is gonna be just so I much fun i think if you put tokens and equipment you're getting into too many themes and you're gonna run out of space in your deck by the time you put in yeah. the 10 ramp cards and then you've because i just i think tokens requires too much space to make it worthwhile sure. and equipment requires a lot of space to make it worthwhile if it's a theme rather than just well this is a good you know lighting sure i'm just imagining i'm just imagining what watsi would do with the pre-con and generally with the pre-cons they do put at least two discrete themes in there so that you can pick which direction you want to go in like the titania deck or the fraley deck the mono green one was half elves and half land ramp titania stuff so (laughs) the green um, deck did land ramp you shocked me, sir. And elves. Can you believe it? I know, right? Um, but yeah, so like, I don't know. I mean, I think this is just going to be super good. Like, I, whichever direction you want to take it in, this is going to be a really, really fun commander to play. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely like, is. I'm just super stoked. Yeah. 
the uh, I love the love the hammer. The hammer's awesome. Plus two, plus zero, oh, and indestructible for effectively free mana. Like free as in fr rather than th. Um, <laughs> is really quite excellent. I would run the hammer yeah. in a deck that doesn't have Nazano quite happily. But you know who Nazan's best friend would be? Nahiri the Lithomancer. <laughs> yeah. Because her negative mm. two says you could put an equipment card from your hand or your graveyard onto the battlefield. So, do you know who really wants around, the hammer? Odric. Odric decks. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Because that says as soon as you've got the hammer out, the uh, you just have to cast Odric and everything gets indestructible. Oh, this just got so yeah. dumb. Oh, God. If- I'm so excited. I wonder if this card is is the hit card from this particular deck, which is uh, Feline Ferocity, I think is the name of the deck. Is it really called Feline Ferocity? <laughs> I'm looking at Arabo Roar of the World, uh, which is the face commander with the oversized card, three and a green and a white. And uh, that's basically give a target kitty cat uh, plus three plus three uh, until end of turn. And uh, whenever another cat attacks, you may pay uh, one and a green and a white, I think. And if you do, it gains trample and plus X plus X until end of turn. Oh, it's X and a green and a white, uh, where X is its power. I love the way you say trample. Trample. That's one and a green and a white. It's um. See, there, um, there's a, a fine cast as well. See, this is the one. I mean, it gives a... Another target cat, so it's not trying to kill with uh, its own uh, Voltroniness there. Um, so I think if you look at this guy as a 5-4 and all of the uh, support kitty cats as buddies, uh, we're looking at, I really do think we're looking at, uh, what is it called? Zoo, right? Mm. Where the zoo, the creatures in the zoo happen to all be cats. Well, I mean... Wild Nicodle is a green card. You can put them in here. Yeah. If you've always wanted to use your modern deck in EDH, this is a chance. I mean, God, I would put them in here in a heartbeat just because it would be absurd. I Everything about made... this deck, just off of this one card, seems so good. Yeah. Do you know what else you could do, though, if you wanted to... Oh, no, it's not white. Why did they make the Cat Dragon Jund? Why was the Cat Dragon not Naya? Yeah. That feels like um, a mistake to me. Well, it's it's from the original uh, like Legends books. There's like a story behind it. Um, yeah, but they can color shift things. That's all right. I mean, it's not like the cat dragon was blooming Arcady Sabbath or something, was it? Which people will go, hang on, that's the wrong colors. Um, that would be amazing. <laughs> next, next set, guys. Rewrites of all the original Elder Dragons. Anyway... Um, <laughs> It's the, cat, the cat dragon should be Naya. Really should be Naya. Yeah. Because half the decent And of course, cats she even wants it to be Bant. I no. really want it to be Bant. Why would but there's no reason Bant, for it to be Bant. You're right. I want it to be Demir is an invalid statement as you want it to be Bant. <laughs> um, Look, I just want it to be Bant because Jeddah O'Donnan from Legends is one of my all-time favorite cards. Yeah. For all the fact that it's completely worthless and totally unplayable, I don't care. I want a deck that I can play it in, and this should have been that deck. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Nazan, though, is 
I just I just feel Nazan would be part of the ninety nine of a really good Sagada deck. But I guess I'm looking at it at the artificer bit rather than the cat bit. Well, I mean, isn't that what you do to the scarab god too? You looked at the zombies and were like, you know what this would be great with? Enter the battlefield effect. I'm like, come on, it's right there. It says <laughs> oh. I know Sean would not turn down an eternalized version of Nazan. No, let's kill him. I can't do that if he's in your command zone. <laughs> oh, um, man. I do run some equipments in that deck as well. Yeah. Oh, the, All right. is this deck well, that is our the swords go up, by the way? The sword, the sword of blah and blah cycle. Oh, you know. Again. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Buy them where they're cheap, kids. And you might be thinking $50 isn't cheap. It is. Watch it. That. They're all going to go up. Assuming they're not uh, in this deck in some way. But there's not going to be the $50 one. There'll be the $15 <laughs> one. Yeah, they're all good. Well, what an amazing pair of cards. And, Sean, you are absolutely right. We did not. We neglected all the way up until the middle of the show to say that we had two cards. Two preview we cards. Actually, two, yeah. not just one. This justification for this show, if I ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> and it is our first time with two preview cards um and we are we are quite quite tickled and uh we are eternally grateful to our sponsors at watsi for providing us with such amazing amazing cards Can holy you crap if they yes. only provided us with the first card and not the hammer we'd be going like can't really discuss a lot of this card because we don't know what the other half kind of does <laughs> <laughs> you almost say yep. it's like a gift from the god pharaoh Oh, well, that's true. That's twice we've had linked cards now. Yeah, thanks, Watson. Well, within within two episodes, actually. Yeah. Uh, it's almost the end of the show, and what we like to do at the end of the show, of course, is talk about hosing cards. Now, Sean, you've picked a few good hosers here, haven't yes, you? Yes, the hosers I've picked are Sean. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Hold on a second. Ah, for. F <laughs> Um, well, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. We lost Sean, and he had all the notes in the show plan. It's so all part of I'm... my plan to take over the show forever and ever. <laughs> you keep doing that, Shivam. Well, everybody, without your support, this episode would not have happened. So if you want to support the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash commander and MTG, and then there's some... What? Do you hear, Do you hear that, Shivam? Not again. It sounds did, like... Did... Somebody chewing on the cables another time? It sounds like it sounds like flatulent cats. What is it? I swear it... A cat is never flatulent, gentlemen. He Oh He makes oh, every that's... sound he precisely means to make. <laughs> uh -oh. Hello. Is this is this a Johnny Goldman? Well, yes. Someone told me you need a little mentoring, so uh I thought I'd come and Throw my own two cents on the fire. To use a American phrase. <laughs> what? How did you make your way here? Well, this is incredible. Well, you see, I was just hanging around on Amon Ket, despite the fact nobody printed a card of me. Outrageous, I know. And it uh, was quite the insult, wasn't it? it? Indeed, there must be an Ajani uh, in. Well, well Ajani ever. It wasn't Amon Cat, after all. True, true. <laughs> the sand is awful. It does get in one's fur, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. oh. 
Which reminds me, I've you been must... here for 20 seconds and not one of you has offered to pet me yet. <laughs> I'm sorry, Johnny. I'm sorry. Johnny, uh, here, here, let me, let me, let me fix that. Yeah. Can, can I you offer go. you Good a kitty. dish of milk? Good sir? kitty. Mm, yes, I'd like to lap up your... No, no, can't say that. It's a children's show, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> oh, my we were goodness. just talking about milk, Johnny. Mm, yes, that's what I meant. Milk. Yes. <laughs> no. So no, I uh, so... hear you've uh, been discussing cats. Oh, yeah, we have. Today, We, in fact, this uh, this preview show was all about cats. This is a very special preview episode for us. The new Commander 2017 edition is coming out, and we got to talk about cats. Brilliant, brilliant. How cool is that? Mm, well, as long as you're not talking about that bastard Nazan, I put a bespoke oh. order in for a, a new oh. stick with an axe on the end with him three months ago, and it's still not arrived. <laughs> Johnny, what did Nazan do? He said to me, I'm a revered bladesmith. I really need to uh, take my time over this special order, Johnny. You wouldn't want me to get it wrong, would you? And I said, mm, no, bang that hammer onto that anvil a little harder, Nazan. And then he told me to leave for being inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so... What do you think of all of the cats recently? There, I mean, we could, we could now that we know about the cat deck and commander, we could see this building up. The cat statues, a cat snake. Yes, the cat snake. That's a name that I've been called for many years. Um, <laughs> so I was a little upset when they gave that title to someone else, and I mean, I don't the even serpopod. Yes, I mean this. What is a serpopod exactly? I. No one even knows, and well, some of the ladies out there know what my serpo pod is. But uh, are you a lady's cat, a Johnny? I'm anyone's cat, really, as long as you've got a <laughs> dish of milk and a soft hand to stroke my luxurious golden mane. Mm. <laughs> now, I did have a complaint. So I noticed <laughs> over in back in the plain of Kaladesh. Have you been there? I presume you have, Phil. I don't know about you, Shivam. I wouldn't know no, anything she, about it. No, I'm, no. I'm well, just here for the cats. You see, I went over there and I was speaking to my friend, Sahili. Now, Sahili oh, yeah. a lovely girl, lovely girl. And I said to her, what we need here is more cats. And she said, well, we have a problem with stray cats in Kaladesh. They're everywhere. They're worse than the bloody monkeys. And I said, <laughs> oh, do you know what's better than stray cats? Robot cats. So... <laughs> I gave her the designs for a robot cat, and she made it, and they were very popular. They were like fidget spinners. Every child had them everywhere. Any child who needed calming down and to have a feeling of self-worth made so many bloody robot cats that gods only went and banned them. Are you saying I know. you gave Sahili the Felidar Guardian to make? Yes, yes, because... She needed something to do, didn't she? Because she wasn't being used at all. She was bored. And then someone said, I know what. This is a great idea. Let's have an ability to make 50,000 cats. <laughs> and just say, look, cats. And I agree, personally. And uh, But no, <laughs> apparently the gods. So as you know, I lost my religion when I was on Theros once. But uh, I think I may have found yes. it again. I can't remember. Yeah. 
He had quite a traumatic event on Theros. Well, yes, so, but the gods of Kaladesh said, whoever they are, they appear to be the gods of the multiverse, said, no more robot cats. Ah. Oh. Oh, you had, yeah, you were that so was close a, to becoming a master trinketeer and selling all of these little uh, toys throughout the multiverse. Well, do you know the real reason I was doing it? I bought a holiday timeshare in Kaladesh. And <laughs> <laughs> the other members of the Gatewatch, they weren't interested. So I went around the multiverse talking to other planeswalkers, saying, come to my, come to Ajani's kitty cat ranch on Kaladesh. <laughs> but <laughs> they were surprised. So the kitty cat ranch. The kitty cat oh. ranch on Kaladesh, yes. Yeah. And... I said there'd be pussy cats everywhere. There'll be pussy cats everywhere, and Gideon was very keen, actually. Um, but <laughs> unfortunately, when they've got there, they've all been—I guess—they run out of batteries or something. And uh, Sahili, Sahili's no longer employed by anyone. She's poorer now than that boy in Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> so, what would you say? <laughs> so, are you saying that Sahili is a slum cat now? <laughs> Sahili is a slum cat millionaire, yes. Well, you notice, you see, you don't get slum cats, dogs, or hounds, as some people insist on calling them. They're vile, filthy animals, and you'll never get maybe a whole deck dedicated to them, a book of spells. No, you never some do people that. Call them. No, so, no, no. But then what do you think about these new cats that showed up? The the regal carousel or... Uh, <laughs> what about the zombie cats? The elemental cats? Spirit cats? Oh, they're fine. I mean, zombie cats is just a, a mean way of describing feral strays, isn't it? Like, if you look at a zombie cat like Entrails Feaster, he just wants a little home, doesn't he? <laughs> there he is. Feasting on entrails. It doesn't necessarily have to be your entrails, does it? No, no one says it has to be your entrails. No, no, no it doesn't. What, and What do you think of monkey cats? Demon cats? Well, we had a problem with monkey cats. Uh, you see, it's very hard to find banana-flavored cat food. And... <laughs> We boarded them in to sell. I mean, many of you don't know. I, I, I peddle myself as a mentor and friend to all, but actually I'm just trying to make a buck. And uh, <laughs> selling pets, running holiday homes. But we got a lot of monkey cats in. And when they all started dying, because, well, feline and ape physiology is very tricky to breed. Have you ever tried to breed mm. a monkey cat, boys? Uh, have you ever gone through I, that I know, process? I apparently, that I have. apparently you have, though, haven't you? Well, many times, yes. Um, what you have to do is, you see, you get a, a bonobo or maybe a capuchin and you go to the local cattery in the middle of the night because the cattery owners aren't fond of you yeah. doing it while you're awake. You planes walk in with your bonobo under your arm. You open a door and throw him in. And in three... Three months later, through the magic of chemistry and biology, you have a lawsuit on your hands <laughs> for the death of 12 cats. But it's okay. There's lots of us. There's lots of us. As you'll see soon, there's enough of us to fill up an entire world. But never bant. No cats on bant. 
Um, Are you responsible I'm, for all of the different half-breed cats in in the multiverse? Oh, good yes. God. Yes, I am. So, cat giant? Illusion. Illusion <laughs> cats. They were tricky. What do you have to do, Cs? You know, Johnny, I, I think that's plenty. Um, thank you for visiting. Uh, we'll sh- be sure to let Nizan l- uh, know that you, you showed up. Um, I think we... I think we're good, Phil. We, we maybe don't need to <laughs> yeah. know how Illusion yeah. Cats yeah. came about. Yeah, Johnny, no. maybe maybe that is on the verge of too much information. That's a shame, because I was going to tell you how Dragon Cats came about. <laughs> maybe we could save that for another episode. <laughs> Scales are very, very rough. That's all I can say. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Johnny. Well... I'm going to go off now. Gideon's probably having another chat with Jace where they do some strategic planning. And uh... Does Gideon really <laughs> always throw rock? <laughs> Gideon, Gideon, what he's changed to now. So if I'm coming over, he sees me coming, he stopped throwing rocks, he starts throwing balls of yarn. <laughs> and I have to chase them because they're just so colorful. Uh, and then you really he's got a whole yourself. bag of them. Uh, no, I can't. It's just compulsion, really. And yeah, um, They got bent out of shape trying to do all that planning without you, man. <laughs> yes, well, um, I'm going to go now because Chandra's probably playing with matches again. And, the, you know, those yeah. those boys yeah. and girls over at the Gatewatch, just, they'll just end up dying to a giant dragon if I'm not around. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully that's not already happened. Yeah, we Gosh, probably don't want to say anything. Imagine. But you, no, you should right. probably get back to them. Bye, Phil. Bye, Shivam. You should come to Kaladesh one day, Shivam. You'd love it. <laughs> so I've been let you. Bye, Johnny. Thank you for visiting. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, listeners, uh, if you want to support the show. Hey, guys, my mic started working again. <laughs> Sean, Sorry you about missed, that. You missed... You missed quite an event here on Commanderin. Did I? What happened? Uh, we'll have to fill you in. We'll yeah. okay. Yeah, we'll we'll send you the recording. It was quite good. Head on over to Patreon.com/slash CommanderinMTG, and uh, we're incredibly grateful to all of our patrons. People exactly like Chad Tompkins, Greg, and Mike Adams. So. Thank you. Don't forget to give us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcast from. We love talking to our listeners, so please write into us. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Really, let us know what you thought of this episode. <laughs> Sean, wait till you hear it. You can reach us by going to our website, commanderatmtg.com. Our email address is cast at commanderatmtg.com. Oh, we want to thank everybody who contributed to the show, and that, of course, is Mr. Nate Burgess for the theme song, the lovely theme song. Mr. Picto and my wife, Kelly, for the lovely logo. And we have been somewhat remiss in not mentioning our primary editor for the show, who is Revan Fuego. You can reach him by going to at Revan Fuego on Twitter and just chatting up with him. He loves talking to you folks, too. So please do that and thank him for doing such an exceptional job for the last, gosh, it's like 10 episodes or so, even more. And uh, you can find us on all the social media by searching for Commander at MTG Podcast. Oh, we do need to thank our tech whizzes, uh, <laughs> Jesse and Graham, and of course, Justin for his service space. And individually on Twitter, I'm at Ketjack. I am at Copain26. And I'm at Gear Pre Gears. 
And Sean, ordinarily we'd have you take us out, but we had a visitor, and our visitor took us out. In fact, oh. here it is. Uh, Johnny, before you go. Yes. Can you take us out? Oh, um, I'd love to take you out for a nice dinner mm. or something. Would you, you Johnny? Oh, you mean the show. Sorry. Um, of course. And that's our show. Go Mandarin!